for neighborhood fun and great pizza, stop by at Cafe Piazza, located at 1900 Arsenal Street in South City, St. Louis. It's just a block away from the Anheuser-Busch Brewery at the corner of Arsenal and Lim. Check out either their original hand-tossed pizzas, which are baked with mozzarella, parmigiana, and Mediterranean oregano, or their thick-crust Sicilian pizzas baked in olive oil along with Sicilian tomato filet sauce and Mediterranean oregano. They also have panini sandwiches, soups, and salads that can go along with your meal. You can also stop in for their brunch every Saturday and Sunday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Cafe Piazza also brings fun to the neighborhood next door with the Benton Parkade, an entertaining spot filled with pool tables, arcade games, darts, and more. So head on over to Cafe Piazza and the Benton Parkade, located at 1900 Arsenal Street at the corner of Arsenal and Limp. Open Monday to Thursday from 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday from 11 a.m. to midnight, Saturday from 10 a.m. to midnight, and Sunday from 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. This is In The Zone. Sometimes at In The Zone, I like to laugh. On the In the Zone Network. City to city, state to state, worldwide, you listen to In the Zone, and this is the network. This is it. Ah, uh, city to city, state to state, worldwide. You're listening to the In The Zone Network by my Alexander, the living legend K.I.N. One Ella Kid, but Kill Still Kills. Joining me in studio is our NBA insider, Josh Price, host of The Price Check. And the price went up. How you doing, brother? Hey, I'm good, man. Look, I, the intro is spectacular. Like, 10 out of 10 <laughs> every time. Just... If I could get intro and everything in life that way, it'd be it'd be good all the time, baby. And you know what? I did not know how I was going to do that because it's been a minute. You know, I always want to make sure I stick the landing, and you know, Artem will let me know when I don't stick it. Yes, sir. But uh, but yeah, but it's it's always good, and 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 now I feel like yeah, I think I I, I like introducing my man Josh Price of the Price Check, and I respect your opinion, and and. That's why uh, I could we could sit down and we could draw some plays up and we could bust down the conference. And and during this time apart, I really miss talking ball with you in studio. Yep. Uh, but I listen to some of our old joints, right? And and, and they sound like hit records. <laughs> it, 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 it do because remember uh, that one episode we did, we talked about when Milwaukee signed Drew Holiday. And, and and I was telling you like, man, I don't know what kind of difference he would make. And the thing was the common denominator is the Lakers. Yep. Right? Because Drew played with A D. Yep. And he played with Giannis. Mm-hmm. And so I was yeah in in New Orleans, but I'll be damn. Yeah, it's a a hand and glove fit, man. Of course, you saw the championship run last year. Um, 
they've been a little bit up and down this year. Definitely not Drew's fault. Uh, Brooke Lopez has been out, of course. They've had some other guys miss time with injuries. Um, Giannis and Drew themselves have both had a you know, couple games here and there that they missed with injuries. But um, still a good team, really good team. I think they'll be in the thick of things when it's all said and done come playoff time. Um, but they're they're like a lot of the old school championship teams where the regular season doesn't matter quite as much because you know if they got all their guys healthy, they're going to be a threat. Um, and, you know, they're going to be heavily in the mix when it comes time to, you know, get down to the second round Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, they're going to be one of those teams that's around. And currently right now, the Bucks are fourth in the East. Yep. Uh, number one is the Chicago Bulls. And uh, the one thing that on paper that I really love the addition of DeMar DeRozan, and I think the one thing that I've always liked about him is that he's old school where he plays under the three-point line. And, and it's not a lot of guys who can be that efficient in the mid-range game and still play above the rim. And, and and be able to give you 25, 30 points tonight. Well, the thing that DeMar is bringing to the Bulls that he he didn't really have very early on in his career in Toronto, he kind of developed it a little bit in San Antonio after being traded. He's much more of a playmaker now. Um, so not only can he go get his 25 to 30 a night, he can also set other guys up to get in their spots and get their points. So when you talk about him playing with – a Zach Levine who can also go get you 25 and 30. You talk about him playing with a Vucevic who can get you 20 and 10 on a given night. Um, he helps put those guys in positions that are going to keep them great and operating in, in the best spaces possible for them. Um, but when it's time to close, he can also be the guy who puts the ball in the bucket. Are the Bulls legit contenders in the East? Yes, without a doubt. Like, I, I don't think you can be the number one seed in this year's Eastern Conference through, you know, we're at about 45, 50 game mark now. It's a lot. It's it's way too deep in the season to be a fluke in the number one spot in this point. So I, I like the Bulls' chances. There are certain matchups that give me a little bit of pause with them, but I also think they're a matchup problem for a number of teams. Um, you know, thinking about like a Philly. Yeah, Embiid gives them a lot of problems, but they don't have the defenders to shut down Levine and DeRozan in a seven-game series, so to speak. Um, and especially if they can get, you know, well, they'll get Lonzo back at some point. They probably won't get Caruso back. But the way that they're able to at once be efficient on offense, but then also be much more efficient defensively than teams thought coming into the season, I, I definitely think they have a shot. Half game behind them currently right now is the Miami Heat. And you know how much I love that yeah. team. A couple of years ago, they're a little bit healthier. And, and I think the emergence of Tyler Hero, who was a snub for an all-star, I, 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 he's been playing uh, up to the level that he was playing at in the bubble. And I think even beyond that. Yeah, so he's he's a legit six-man-of-the-year candidate this year. Um They've had some injury problems. Jimmy Butler has missed some time. Uh, Tyler Hero even missed a little bit of time this year. Bam has been out up until recently. Uh, Kyle Lowry has had you know some personal things that he's been dealing with off the court that's kept him away. So they've got their core back healthy now and back in the flow of things. Um, so another team that I think is really going to be in the thick of it come you know again second round Eastern Conference Finals. They're going to be one of the names that's in the mix, and I think they match up 
best with a lot of different teams in the East. They can go small. They can go big. Um, and again, they just got veterans that know how to get it done when you know when it's nut crunching time. Are there some teams in the bottom of the East, um, like maybe the the Hornets, the Hawks, Wizards, that that you could see maybe uh, being a fly in the ornament for some of the teams right now in the East? Well, I was big on the Hawks. I, I was telling Arlington coming into this season, Trey Young definitely made me a fan of his in the playoffs last year. Um, because I thought that he was just a good stats, bad team guy initially. Uh, but he showed a lot more of that winning mindset and that you know winning ability last year. Now, the hard part for them this year is that they do not play defense the same way that they did last season. So it, it'll be a little bit tougher for them to get, you know, maybe get an upset pulled off. But I think they'll be in the hunt, uh, you know, trying to push to get out of the play-in game. I like the Hornets. They're probably a center away. Um, I would like them a whole lot more if they could go get, you know, maybe a Nurkic or a Miles Turner at the trade deadline, something like that. Um, Hornets is one of my favorite league pass teams, though, man. Like, they fun to watch. They get up and down. Um, again, lacking a little bit on the defensive end of the uh, court, but if you can get a big that can protect the rim and kind of, you know, solidify that rim protection, uh, you know, I think they really could surprise a lot of teams come playoffs. A Clint Capella would be phenomenal. Well, Atlanta might. They might move him. Because uh, his name frequently comes up. Well, the problem for, for Atlanta is they probably didn't expect a Congo, the center that they drafted, I believe, last year. Um, I don't think they expected him to be this good this soon. Um, but he's shown that he is, like, starter ready in the NBA. So, Clint Capella could definitely be a name on the move. Um, I don't know exactly what you get back for Capella in, in 2022, but at the same time, he's proved himself to be a productive center everywhere he's been so far. That's the voice of Josh Price, host of the Price Check on the Real in the Zone Network. We're going city to city, state to state, worldwide. I left the Nets for last because <laughs> uh, because I guess uh, we, we don't need to talk about Boston, right? No, no you know, know I do. The only thing I want to mention with Boston is I saw the other day that Jalen Brown might look to request a trade if this season doesn't go better for them. He's been playing out of his mind this year. Would love for them to get a real point guard to put with him and Jason Tatum before they break that up. Um, I don't know if that's going to happen at the trade deadline or not, but if they were to make that move, that might make them one of those, you know, sneaky teams out east. But as they currently stand, you know, they'll probably be somewhere around like six to eight and then, you know, lose probably in the first round. And I'm sure you and Arlton also will talk about a lot of possible trade scenarios too. Yeah, yeah. We're going to cover the whole trade deadline. (laughs) Everything trade deadline that you need to hear and know, we're going to cover it on the price sheet. So about the Nets, right? They're currently sixth and – I just still wasn't buying them as, I don't know, championship material mm-hmm. um, from just from their head coach on down. And the one thing is that there's just been a pattern of behavior with Kyrie Irving and or Kevin Durant 
if you you know his health, his health has stood up so far, but unfortunately he got injured. Yeah. Uh, the tendency of James Harden to flame out in in the playoffs. Uh, James Harden just seems to never be happy, no matter where he's at. Well, you know, James is. He's one of those guys where I feel like, you know, we've seen over the past few years, really since the the Celtics got KG and Ray Allen, and then, of course, a couple years later, LeBron goes to Miami. You know, we've seen so many teams, even the Lakers this year, where you try to put, you know, two and three superstars together and just figure it out on the fly. Um, and I think this Nets team is an example that that's probably not a winning strategy anymore. Um, especially when you consider the guys that they're putting together. Kevin Durant, you know, was playing at an MVP level before he got hurt, but at the same time he was playing, you know, 40, 42 minutes a night. That's not sustainable for anybody, regardless of age, you know, the amount of miles that you put on yourself, whatever. Um, Kyrie Irving is only playing away games. You know, whole vaccination status, whatever, you know, his choice, but at the same time, you're you're hurting your team by being there 50% of the time. And James Harden is basically looking at the situation like, I didn't sign up for this. Granted, you you asked out and you you were a detriment to your team on the way out of Houston. And you're now turning around and doing the same thing in Brooklyn. I don't know how another team looks at that and says, like, that. yeah, that's the guy we want to try to make a championship run with. Because I don't think James Harden can be your best player on a championship team right now. Wow. All right, more with Josh Price. We're going to bust down the Western Conference. We're going city to city, state to state, worldwide. You're listening to In The Zone, and this is The Network. Alexander for the Interzone Network. I want to tell you about newest sponsor, Cross Grand. They're here for all your needs. Videography, photography, weddings, corporate events. Give them a call. 314-719-6593. 314-719-6593. That's Cross Grand, located in the Dutch Town neighborhood. Sometimes you gotta cross the street. You might have to cross Grand. Welcome to the A-Train Show. Radio personality, Isis Jones. I appreciated being appreciated. Sometimes yeah. that little thing alone can, can go a long way where somebody says, yeah, we, we might need you. And, and better yet, it was time. You know, I, I think the climate in St. Louis is, is, is good. Um, we always talk about the negativity, and I, and I always have a, a tendency to bring a, a lot more positivity to the situation. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. I think y'all needed me. On the In The Zone Network. 